morning, Cardinals fans. Has everyone thawed out from last night's frozen affair? This coffee is extra helpful this morning. Can I just say between you and me that beating the Cubs feels so good every time. It has seemed like for the last few years, the Cubs are just better in every way. But this time, it felt like the Cardinals were equals again, and it just felt right. It felt like a fair fight, and it all got started with Adam Wainwright. There was a lot of rhyming there that I did not intend for. I'm fairly certain that Adam Wainwright could pitch six innings of two-run ball in every start this season, and I mean, he could make every start this season to do it. And there would be a whole mob of people with a journal full of reasons that that still wasn't good enough. At least compared to the wonder kid Jack Flaherty. But for me, I mean, Adam Wainwright against the Cubs on a stupid cold night. It's terrifying, it's thrilling, and it's that extra little bit of it that this season has been missing so far. You know, the five innings he pitched weren't perfect. It wasn't like he was working on a complete game shutout. But there were moments in that game where Wayno looked like classic Wayno again. And perhaps none more obviously than when he absolutely froze Kyle Schwarber on a curveball with the bases loaded to end the third. That yell as he stomped off the mound and the double fist pump as he walked back to the dugout. Man, that's as excited as I've been all season. I don't think I realized until that moment why I'm so invested in the return of Adam Wainwright. And it's not because this team can't be great without him. It's because when I watch this team, I crave that sort of emotion, that sort of passion and intensity, that feeling that they're living and dying with every pitch just like I am. When I say you can't eliminate emotion from baseball, that's what I mean. It's built in. This game is emotional by design, and peak Adam Wainwright brings that in a way that not many others can. So whether it was five innings or nine, that was pretty cool. The next exciting moment for me? Jordan Hicks introducing himself to the Chicago Cubs. His first pitch to Chris Bryant was, I mean, it had Jim Edmonds giggling in the booth with glee, and I wasn't far off. Cardinals Gifts immediately provided the visual, and as always, I retweeted it because I couldn't get enough, so check it out there later. I promise it's worth your time. But after that first pitch, we saw the magic of Jordan Hicks on full display. Now, he might not have the whiff rate you'd expect from someone who throws 102, but from that like 86 mile an hour slider to 102 mile an hour sinker, he topped his own MLB fastest speed of the season twice. He's basically can't miss television. I'm not sure he even knows how good he actually is. I may have been hesitant to pin Jordan Hicks to a bullpen role this early in his career, but there is no denying that what he brings to the table is electric. He's simply getting the job done. Now, is there room to improve? Are there things that need to continue to develop? Absolutely, just like there is with any 21-year-old kid. But it's starting to feel like his upside now is 
worth the risk. Assuming Mike Maddox protects him with his life from the overuse that is typical Mike Matheny. Legitimately, I think he's my favorite part of the 2018 Cardinals right now, and it's really not even close. Can we talk about Greg Holland, though? Notably, not my favorite part of the 2018 Cardinals. I don't know how long the, but he didn't have spring training excuse is gonna fly. I mean, he didn't, but he was on a throwing program. And I know that's not the same thing, but how long is not having spring training gonna be an excuse for not having the velocity and not having the command? If he wasn't actually ready to join the team, then he shouldn't have joined the team. But since he did, the spring training excuse needs to go away. Bud Norris has been a revelation, though. And unlike recent past years where when the closer struggled, there wasn't really a guy to slide in and take his place without ruining the rest of the bullpen dynamic, but Norris has been that guy this year. There's legitimately no good reason for Greg Holland to be in high leverage situations at all until he can prove that he has the stuff to do so. To be clear, what I mean is he should not pitch at the end of close games with your toughest division rival. Okay? Other good news on the night, Matt Carpenter actually can hit. Amidst swirling rumors of a re-aggravated injury either to a shoulder or to a hip, Matt Carpenter drove in three of the five Cardinals runs last night and came up pretty clutch to do so, if I do say so myself. And Paul DeYoung, just when the Twitter mob was ready to catch him outside Wrigley, that's a joke, no one was actually going to do that, don't anyone freak out, dropped one over the fence for the first time in what seems like forever to get a little bit of a monkey off his back, too. Now, if you're keeping track at home, that's a five-game win streak. Knock on wood. Keep it rolling, boys. Keep it rolling. <laughs>